0: Welcome, everybody. No Driving Gloves again. It's uh, Derek, John, and Will this evening. Will sends a little message to me tonight. He goes, hey, I'm going to be a little bit late for recording. I'm going out to dinner with some people. And then he drops who these people are. And I go, how about a podcast guest there, Will? And he goes, I don't think they're going to be willing to do that. But we have uh, Jerry Dixie kind of affiliated with a lot of things in the uh, street ride industry. And obviously, Will knows him a lot better because... You know, he went to dinner with him, and I sat here and cleaned my desk.
1: <laughs> but, well, Will knows, Will knows that I'm a quiet guy, uh, but I've started to come out of my shell just a little bit, so he knew that uh, he could throw it to me, and I might be able to uh, say a few words if you folks are interested.
2: I, I bet you wasn't quiet the moment you were born. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna regret inviting me to be on this
1: podcast because uh i, I guess you could just turn the switch off if you're t- you get tired of me
2: but at any rate no, it, uh, it makes fire, it a lot far away it, let's uh it let's, makes it let's a lot
1: easier
2: it makes it a lot easier on us when you just take off and start rolling we'll just sit back and listen <laughs> and laugh and you know uh listen oh, to the somebody's bark. got a
1: doggy who's got it who's got a <laughs> doggy
2: Oh. i
3: heard that
1: is that will well dog? What, uh what, what do we want, <laughs> what
3: do we want to talk about I, nope nope that's my dog i don't know oh,
0: um cool. we we just kind of i don't know if we'll fill you in on how we do the podcast it's just three guys sitting around like we're you know hanging out at a bar having a uh having a beer and we kind of bs about cars we try to keep it family friendly and polite and try not to use too many uh, four-letter words or and uh we go from there. So, do you want to uh, tell us? Go ahead, Will. You start. You you narrate this one. Everybody gets right. tired of me every week.
2: <coughs> um. Well, Jerry, I think. Wait. Wait. Uh, wait.
3: Wait. I don't drink. I don't. I don't drink beer.
2: Well, then why are you here?
0: <laughs> oh, man, we we do need a new uh, podcast co- <laughs> host. Then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jerry, this is a question I've always wanted to ask you. I might as well ask you while we're recording how in the world being you're from Ohio Street rider magazine has always been based out of California for the best of my knowledge how in the world did you get hooked up with those guys <laughs> what 25 30 years ago and started actually whole, yeah okay 30 years ago and start this whole road tour who's whose baby is that I mean, how did all of that happen? Well, let me just tell you, my friend. <laughs> it's, an inter- back, it's an interesting
1: <laughs> sit back and relax. You talked so you said you'd let me talk a little bit. It's it's an interesting story. Back in eighty88 well, way before that, but I've collected automobile nostalgia items for years. You know, the big boy toy stuff, the gas pumps and neon clocks and the whole thing. So I ran into Tom Vogley. And that name may be familiar to some of your listeners. But Tom was the editor of Street Rodder magazine. This the late 70s and all through the 80s and and the early 90s. And I ran into him at a car show and I said, hey, Tom, you got to do an article about pedal cars. That'd be kind of cool. You know, that's the kind of the hot thing back in the day is customizing these little pedal car toys. And he gave me what I realized later was a standard response when somebody came up to him was kind of an off the wall suggestion for an article. He said, "Well, you look like you're the expert on this stuff by the looks of your display. Why don't you write the article? Then maybe if it comes out nice, we'll publish it." Well, he didn't know who he was talking to because I said, "Give me a word count, tell me how many pictures and you know, what kind what uh, what kind of a form you want it in." So I ended up putting five, five articles together, and the February 1992 our issue of Street Rider Magazine was known as the pedal car issue. Tom and I became great friends. He had me write articles about all kinds of nostalgia items. Well, then in 1994, we did a project car of my own with my, my late great friend, Barry Lobeck. I don't know if that rings a bell. Will, did you ever know Barry?
2: Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
1: You you knew the reputation. You, I had yeah. <laughs> I
2: had a few uh, I had a few toddies
1: with him. Wow! You must have been underage, my friend. Uh, but yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. But great guy. So anyway, Barry Barry built uh, and I built a car. Uh, his shop built it for me. Called the Presto Rod. It wasn't a resto rod and it wasn't a pro street rod. It was a Presto Rod, the 1934 Ford, Ford four door sedan deluxe. I started driving it around. Loved it. Tom liked the way that I wrote and we sat down. It's just like in the movies. We were at in the uh, cafe at the Las Vegas Hilton at the SEMA show one afternoon. And I said, Hey, I got an idea. He goes, what's that? And he said, I said, why don't, why don't we build a car using our advertisers parts and take it around to all the NSRA events around the United States Show people that you shouldn't be afraid of these cars because that was the time of the trailer queens. Shouldn't be afraid of these cars. And if you use good parts, uh, obviously our advertisers parts, and you use uh, common sense when you're building it, get in it and drive it. Don't put it in a trailer. He goes, man, that's a great idea. I said, but who who are we going to get to do that? We're, we're busy building a magazine. Well, at that time, I had a custom van shop. And I had had it for about 20 years. And I said, you know what? Those young kids that are running my van shop, they hate being being there anyway. So I'll do it. I
0: got to interrupt. You had a van shop? I I have Uh, this thing for vans.
2: (laughs) Wait a minute. I sent sent y'all a picture of Jerry before we started. You should have known that, John. Ah, listen.
1: Now, see, now we just took a hard, we just took a hard right down, down another road. Uh, You better save my van day. Let me just tell you something. I'm 68 years old. I have been everywhere but the electric chair. I did custom vans. I built custom motorcycles. I was the manager of a slot car track in the 60s. So yeah, yeah. All that cool. Did I, did I push some buttons there? All that cool stuff. So where was I? I'm getting back to doing this road tour thing? I said, I'll do it. I said, let's build the car. I'll take it, drive it around the country, and then we'll sell it at the end of the season. And that's how I would get kind of compensated. And he goes, man, I like everything except that selling the car thing. If people are going to give us parts, they don't want us to sell the car. We need to give it away. I said, well, okay, but I'm kind of out of the mix on my compensation there. Tommy goes, oh, we'll pay you. I said, hold up. You'll pay me to drive a hot rod that you're going to have built to drive it around the United States and you'll pay me? He goes, yep. He said, give me a number. How much it's going to cost Street Rider Magazine for you to drive our car all over the United States, all N S R events. I don't want gas receipts. I don't want food receipts. I don't want oil receipts. I don't want hotel receipts. I want you to give me one number. What's it going to cost the whole summer? So I sat down and I thought, well, okay, I can do the gas mileage. I can figure the hotel bill out and what that would be. And heck, I don't really need to get much money for having that much fun. So I came up with this number, and I showed my wife, who's a lot smarter than I am. The only mistake she ever made was marrying me 45 years ago. <laughs> but she looked at that number, and she said, that ain't enough. I go, honey. Now, you got to understand, I was living in Ohio. This is what I'm talking to people in L.A., right? So she said, that ain't enough. You're forgetting something. I go, what are we forgetting? She goes, we don't know what we're forgetting, but we're forgetting something. And besides, after about three months, when I'm running our company back at home, that's her. And you're out playing, playing superstar with your buddy, Barry Lobeck. It's going to be a job. So I go, well, what do you think I should do? She goes, add about 30% onto that number. Well, it was a sweet number. I thought anyway. So I said, well, okay, I think this is going to kind of blow the deal, but I'll go for it. So I flew out to LA and it was just like in the movies. I Pushed that piece of paper with a number on it across the desk to Vogley And he went, this is what you need? I go, yep. He goes, well, hell, let's get started. We probably ought to make T-shirts and sell them too, and everything like that. I go, you mean you're good with this? He goes, yeah, you probably didn't ask us for enough money. We'll give you a raise eventually. And the rest is history. That was 25 years ago. <laughs> wow. And I have lived in Youngstown, Ohio and got paid LA wages. And uh, it is just It's a beautiful thing when it's a good car and I've got good friends that uh, I'm out on the road with. Uh, As Jimmy Buffett says in one of the songs, some of it's magic and some of it's tragic. But uh, (laughs) it's been a great it's been a great it's been a great time. Now, the other fellas on here, uh, Derek and John, you didn't know me till I just got started. How am I doing?
0: We've laughed a couple of times, and uh, I'll say my fiance <laughs> accuses Derek and I of being way too academic. So, this is a change for the show.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's just this is uh, uh, this is what. Hey, I'm doing.
3: hey, hey! Curators aren't curators aren't academic.
1: Come you on. guys wear dark horn. You you wear black. You wear black horn rim glasses, don't you? Both of you guys, I know you do. <laughs> well, Academics.
0: Yeah. I, I would, think yeah. the uh, fiance actually chose my glasses
1: last time. So. no, that's there's not not that there's anything wrong with that. But uh, anyway, that's the story. Will you yeah, you yeah, yeah, ask me how we got so that? That has been how I've spent my summers. I've driven five hundred thousand true story five hundred thousand miles behind the wheel of a hot rod for the last twenty four years. It's it's been a, a great way to make a living. I'm uh, celebrating 25 years next summer. Uh, I'm probably going to step back from the program at that point. Street Rod Market's kind of aging itself a little bit, so we're going to do some different things. But uh, it's been it's been fun, and uh, and I'm ready to to move on to the next uh, to the next chapter. Any questions?
0: Where do I send an application?
1: everybody wants my job i've made it look very easy and and it's uh it's it's difficult oh, wait a minute you're who was that who, who, the question was that raised by the curator of the corvette museum
0: nah he's got a good
1: job so, i was gonna say because that's the perfect job right derek uh i think so curator of the corvette museum do you ever have any bad
3: days Oh, you always have bad days. Come on. But then you just go out and get in a Corvette and drive it and you're good. Oh, have
1: you driven one of the mid-engines yet?
3: Trying to figure out if I can publicly comment on that. <laughs> i think i just can't say my experience I, well so. there was, was yes I, yes I, I have
2: i was <laughs> to say you've already answered it with that comment <laughs> <laughs> well when well, we and, were in bowling and there green, was a face there was a facebook video so
1: well when we were in bowling green last fall last fall or last a well, year ago last august there was five of them at montana mike's is that what it's or the montana grill is that what that's called yeah. Uh, right across from the, there was five of them. And so there were people taking pictures and the guys that were driving them were obviously GM execs. They go, you know, we'd really appreciate it if you didn't take pictures of our cars. And we go, Why do you have them out on this? Why do you have them out in the public? Like, Come on, please. So apparently there were some that have, have been out. But at any rate,
3: Exactly. So I, I, I've got to I've got to interrupt here for a minute. Uh, oddly, on the podcast, although Jerry and I probably have met in passing, I just made kind of the connection when you said you were from Youngstown. Uh, you actually know my wife better than you know me. <laughs> Wait a minute, that started many a fight, my friend. It was her coming up to me.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, do you do you remember? Christine from the National Packard Museum. Oh, for sure, Christine. Christine is my other Bowling Green girlfriend <laughs> because
1: she always welcomes us at the uh, the Air uh, Heritage exhibit. And now right. she's at the
3: Heritage. Yeah, Park, the Heritage
1: yes. Park. Oh, sweetheart. Yes. So you you spent some time you spent some time in Youngstown also. Uh, it, we lived in Garrettsville when we were in Ohio. You can you can call that Youngstown. It's just down the road. It's all right. So yeah, yeah. That's uh, I and I do know I do know your wife. And she always does uh, does a great job when we when we visit the uh, the air park. Uh, good. Yeah. Okay. Now we're all we're we're all on on the same page.
2: And you know what? I wonder how, how many times have you been to Barber? You know, I've only been once, and we're going we're going there tomorrow morning. Dennis, buddy
1: buddy of mine that's running are running with me. Uh, we stopped on the vintage air road tour probably 8 years ago. What an impressive place.
2: You might have met John there too. Could have.
1: Could have. Uh I uh I guess I say I was uh,
0: I actually will be there uh tomorrow afternoon for a short period of time.
1: But. I think we're going to stop on our way from uh, on our way from from Gadsden to to Biloxi we're going to stop. I as I said I was there once and the fellow that's traveling with me on this trip has never been but uh, what, a, what an unbelievable display of, of motorcycles. And, and, and I think...
0: Now, you, you know what's going on this weekend there, right? Is,
1: that, is, is this the Heritage Weekend or the Vintage? Yeah, this is the Vintage
0: oh. Festival. So it, so it will be... I'll forewarn you. It'll be packed. If you're in a car, um, they'll make you park off-site, which is actually a little bit better. Um, you will see more people than you know what to do with. They usually have between eighty and 90,000 people there over three days. And, you know, huge swap meet, 600-plus spaces. I'm not advertising for barbers. I'm just filling you in and giving you a warning that, that you'll see more motorcycles than you'll ever know what to do with uh, tomorrow.
1: Seriously, that is this weekend. Because I'm a member of the Antique Motorcycle, AMC Antique Motorcycle of America. And I've always read about that event. That's fantastic. That starts tomorrow. That
0: starts to, well. Technically, the swap meet people and all that are probably still moving in now. I would be there. <laughs> well, tomorrow is Thursday, is it not? Yes. Yeah, I'm think. I was thinking it was Friday. It actually starts on Friday, but you'll see a lot of it. You'll you should be able to get a car in tomorrow. You'll be okay on that. But you'll see a lot of the the pregame stuff and a lot of things going on and. The AMCA and the VJMC um, will be getting their stuff together in that. So,
1: will the swap meet be open?
0: Um, kind of like Derek said about the Corvette. Um, they'll be moving in tomorrow, and if you act like you belong, you probably can manage to make it there.
1: You mean that I would be able to help some people unload their vehicles with some vintage motorcycle parts? Hey, let me help you with that, buddy. Not a problem. <laughs> let me give you give you a hand. Any Triumph pre-unit stuff inside there? Because I'd be glad to really help you with that. No, that's a great tip. I'm I'm excited now to to to, uh, uh, to realize it was the weekend.
0: Yeah, I think you'll be one day early for the big party. But
3: you know, Jerry, being that you're being that you're from Youngstown. You you may know uh, Bruce Phillips, motorcycle guy there in Warren, Ohio. He's going to be down there, so I'm sure he'd let you help unload. Uh Bruce Phillips
1: or Lindsey? I I know a Bruce I know a Bruce Lindsey from up in Northeastern Ohio. Bruce Phillips I I don't recognize the name, probably know him. There's uh Oh, okay. There's a there's a there's a pretty hardcore group of enthusiasts in Northeastern Ohio uh, with the vintage the the vintage stuff yeah it's uh it's it's it's
3: bruce uh bruce phillips was the gentleman who put on the motorcycle exhibit at the packard museum oh oh okay okay
1: yes that they they have a nice display every year uh in the winter january february months when we're all forced to be inside our respective homes and buildings i'm excited uh i'm going to tell dennis tomorrow is the is the kickoff of the the vintage days at uh, the Barber motorcycle Museum yeah. which is a, a real coup and John said if we mentioned his name and said that we're allowed to get in early that that would be okay okay just pass the word said that might that. also
0: get you thrown out <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would have worked well that would have worked last year <laughs>
0: <laughs> no that's that's that's
1: fantastic that's fantastic
0: See, I do know the name Bruce Lindsay um, I was probably can't say it but I was actually trying to pull up my spreadsheet from last year and see if he was vending but I can't I don't think I have it on this computer I think I, I don't,
1: don't know if if the, if the name Lindsay rings a bell or not but Bruce has Bruce Bruce Lindsay yeah he has he kind of pioneered that whole hundred year old motorcycle thing up in Ohio at least uh, he's yeah. got an amazing amazing collection I was a member back when they really didn't like us chopper guys being in the antique motorcycle club because <laughs> we were apparently ruining their motorcycles. But we just made the we made the original
2: ones more, more valuable. And
0: it's kind of like Will does to Derek's classic cars.
2: So i got another road tour question for you. Huh? The last 25, 24 years, you've drove 24 different hot rods built by, I don't know, 20, different shops
1: mm-hmm.
2: and high, high end hot rod shops, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So of, of those 24 cars, including the one you're driving now, what was your favorite? Okay. See, I always,
1: I always listen real hard when, when that question starts to come up because there's a couple different ways that question could be asked. You didn't ask me which one was right. the best. You asked me which one was my favorite because my favorite was Your not favorite. the best. And my favorite was the 1997 McMullen Roadster clone that I drove <laughs> 25,000 miles. And for the listeners, I'm going to tell you what that car was. It was a replica or a tribute car of the car that t- Tom McMullen that started Street Rotter Magazine and AWE Choppers and those two different companies and, and McMullen Publishing, it was a 32 Ford Highboy Roadster, black with flames, the blown small block Chevy. It had a three-inch foam cushion for the seat. It had no top ever, had a moon tank in the front. It was a Highboy, which means no fenders for those that aren't familiar with that term. And I drove it. 25,000 miles around the United States and it never had a top on it. And I was one stud boy. And it was so much fun. Again, I was 42 years old. I was a younger man. But that was a hot rod. I mean, you see that thing coming down the road and you knew exactly. In fact, in fact, if you go to the Henry Ford Museum and you go into their automotive exhibit, there's a huge sign that says hot rod and underneath that sign is a picture of the McMullen roast that's how iconic that image is and uh, that was my favorite that was that was a that was a wild wild summer that i spent in that car
2: that raises the second question which one was the best most comfortable you had the least trouble out of um, Will Will made it without a glitch.
1: yeah that's a, that's a that's a much harder question to answer and i'm not <laughs> trying to be evasive by any means and by the way the, the guys up at lobex built that mcmullen roadster clone that's a harder question as to which one was the best least amount of trouble probably the least amount of trouble was the very first one was 1996 which obviously predates the the, the mcmullen roadster by one year and that is the uh 1933 34 style coupe that we had the first year was is blue with white racing stripes will you're probably familiar with the car debbie wallet debbie wallet low car owns it now no the car will and that car we had two years to build following that car we only had a winter between each of the tours we didn't think the tours were going to be going for more than a year now now that we look back 24 years later, and this is going to be a good way to wrap up my segment because next year for the 25th, we are building a tribute to that very first road tour car. And the guys up at Precision Hot Rods and Fabrication in Macedonia near Cleveland are building a replica of that thirty three thirty four Ford Coupe that I drove. We're going to build a tribute to that. So isn't it funny how things have come full circle? We are now building tributes to the car that we built when we first started. So uh, you're getting old, Jerry. You're getting old. Oh, you know me well. I am not old. I'll always be older than you. But uh, there's always somebody older than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's it's uh, it's been a good it's been a good run. I am going to continue to do some things in in the street rod hobby. But it's been a good 25, uh, good 25 years. Uh, 24, and then next year will be the 25th. Uh, and I have, uh, been able to see this wonderful country behind the wheel of a hot rod and, and met some great friends, uh, including the Posey clan that I just had dinner with tonight and it'll all be in a forthcoming movie. And I'm going to call that movie driving em crazy. Well, how's that? <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Jerry
0: so you you seem to have a plan and you're not afraid No, i've got it, i've, 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 the
1: key to a I've got things, uh, right? I've got some some more miles to go and uh and uh yeah it's it's been fun and it's gonna continue to be fun i've had a, i've had a fun a fun life and, uh, and and uh it's not over yet Guys, it's been a pleasure talking to you i hope i didn't i didn't uh, 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 take up all of your time with my tails, but uh uh sometime uh, give me a holler and and we'll talk again how's that?
0: Well, no problem. Any time you want to be on the show, let Will know and we'll make.
1: Well, when I when I get to, when I get somewhere next year that I think might be an exciting thing to talk about, place to talk about, I will definitely take you up on that offer. Guys, thank you so much for spending some time with me. Thank you, Jerry. Be safe heading out tomorrow. All right, and I'm I'm now I'm excited about going to the swap meet. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> like I say, you'll just have
0: to be, I'm guessing Jerry, and figure out how to get there. But it, they'll be there, and those guys will be selling stuff.
1: I'll pull up with my custom 1955 Ford that I'm driving this year that looks like it just drove out of a car show in 1967. I'll beep the horn and go, you know me, let me in. I'll let you know how all that works out.
3: I've, I've got to correct myself here because I think I said the, the wrong name earlier when I mentioned Bruce. Uh, the Bruce I was referring to was actually Bruce Williams Jerry Bruce Williams
1: Bruce Williams there you go I do know Bruce I I do know Bruce Williams and he's an
3: I, I know a couple another gentleman named Bruce Phillips and, no
1: it's Bruce Williams and now now like now it I I can make the connection and yeah Bruce has been instrumental in doing so many of those displays up at the Packard Museum but I'm excited about ne- about uh, about tomorrow and stop Guys, have a great evening. We'll uh, keep on moving on, and uh, and I appreciate all your help, as usual. Thanks, Jerry. All right. Thank you,
3: Jerry. Be all care. right, guys. Take care. Thank you, Jerry.
0: Wow, that was great. I thought great last-minute addition there, I think, to the show, and some laughs and some stories, and how many of our listeners are kind of uh, jealous or envious right now? <laughs>
3: Jerry's and I, you know, I got to say, Jerry talked about things going full circle for him and will uh, yeah, I'm going to have to probably get Jerry's contact from info from you or from my wife, obviously, because I mean, there at the end, I mean, he, he full circled that. I don't know how we haven't actually run into each other and know each other better because he mentioned obviously Henry Ford museum where I've worked and Macedonia, the precision hot rod shop is Literally right around the corner from the warehouse for the um, Crawford Auto Aviation Museum and the Historical Society, I used to drive by it all the time. We we've had to have crossed paths somewhere.
2: Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm sure you have, and and to be honest with you, if you've been around any type of car thing in the last twenty five years, you've probably you may have not have met Jerry Dixie, but you've, you've been around him and didn't know it. I mean, uh, I I honestly didn't really get to know Jerry until about five years ago, but I'd seen him since I, I was a kid going to car shows with my dad. You know, he, 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 he looks the same as he looked 25 years ago, the bushy hair and always wearing shorts and always telling a story. I'm glad that, I did get to know him and it was just kind of a fluke of how uh, how we even met. So he was <clears throat> actually on the way to cruise the coast in a 55 Chevrolet convertible and was having some trouble in Nashville. And a good friend of mine, Chris Sondles at Woody's Hot Rod built the car and it wasn't nothing he did. It was just some kind of electrical glitches that was going on with the car and Chris called me and asked if Jerry could come by the shop. And I said, absolutely. So Jerry come by and, uh, you know, we were, we were instantly, you know, it, it happened that quick. And, uh, of course we stopped what we were doing and got him back on the road. And I, I wish I would have met Jerry a long time ago, uh, <laughs> but anyway, we're making up for it now. <laughs>
0: I don't know how we topped the first 30 minutes of the show, but is there anything exciting or interesting happening in the news or car show go last weekend? Will, or is that just, are you recovered from it?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. It went really well. Uh, we were very happy with the turnout. Uh, we said we'd be happy if we had 150 cars and we had between 160 and 170. Still don't have an exact number yet. I just had not went and looked to be honest with you. I've just, we had a post car show meeting and <laughs> we hadn't talked about it since. So obviously we're already trying to make improvements for next year. Hopefully we can, I'd be sweet if we could double it. I mean, I don't know if that had happened or not, but no, it was, it was a success. And, uh, following up with hoax bluff city Fest with Confederate railroad, topping out the night, it was good. And a lot of people stuck around for that. We, uh, gave out some awards and of course, you know, we, we got some negative feedback about what won awards and what didn't win awards and which is, you know, I I, I think when you hand out awards and you get a little slack, uh, you've done it right. because <laughs> I've never been a part of picking an award or several awards that somebody wasn't happy. You Say
0: that—that's what I—I I learned a long time ago. Somebody told me that's how you tell you got a great deal. Both parties hurt a little bit, and <laughs> <so>.
2: <laughs> other than that, yeah, we're already making adjustments for improvements next year and uh, try to make parking a little bit easier for everybody. And I don't know, went we went it went very smooth, being that we hadn't put on a car show in ten years and. Happy to, you know, donate a lot of the money to charities. and.
0: Yeah, I apologize for not making it. And I can't say, uh, actually, I was in Boaz, so I wasn't that far from you. Uh, the the uh, <laughs> Her eldest had a band competition, and we had to do band competition, and we met one of her old friends and things like that. So I had to do family stuff for a change. Uh, I want to say for a change cuz guess what I'm doing this coming Saturday same thing. <laughs> but but I'm sorry I couldn't make it and we'll get it on you can get it on my calendar early enough for next year uh I'm making a concerted effort to get to a lot more shows next year.
2: Well, maybe maybe we can get Derek to put it on his uh calendar and bring something from the National Corvette Museum.
0: Well, I wouldn't win anything.
2: <laughs> whoa 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 whoa! As what, an, what, what am I at, coming to as an attraction why wouldn't I bring one of my own cars you could
3: do that too
0: anything happening on your side Derek uh,
3: not a lot going on <laughs> not a lot going on on my end of the world uh, I've just been work is, is work as always getting projects done whether it be preservation projects or collections management or curatorial work, whatever exhibits work we're doing. Uh, here in on the, the home side of things, obviously been working on the 1919 Chevy and had that, as everyone knows, up and running for Old Car Festival, also took it to the local car show here in Franklin and had a good time with about, I think they said there were, It was somewhere around between 350 and 400 cars at the show, and had a had a great time. Uh, A couple friends with some early cars from uh, the next town over came to the show as well. So we had a beautiful uh, 29 Franklin, completely unrestored original Franklin there, and the only known to exist 31 Gardner Roadster. So some really, you know, interesting early cars were there. There were a lot of hot rods, a lot of street rods, yeah, you know, a lot of different, just interesting cars, some really cool British sports cars, uh, just a, a great wide range of, of vehicles. And actually the only disappointing thing so far with the Chevrolet is, uh, I was planning on today, we're, we're recording on Wednesday evening, uh, October 2nd, as we always try to record on Wednesday evenings. Uh, today was supposed to be the kind of maiden voyage, I'll call it, to drive the car to work and went to dinner last night with some friends, well, Bruce Williams, who I, I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, another friend of his from Ohio that have known Christine for a long time and myself for a few years somewhere along the way a few of the rivets decided to let go on the leather face of the cone clutch and now I have to go in and re- rivet the leather face of the cone clutch before I can really drive it that far uh, to to get to work so uh, maiden voyage put on pause but we will we will get it there that's the joys of owning an early car
0: I would say burnout competitions from old car fest was that it or
3: it, it might have something to do with it.
0: <laughs> and for me, I, of course, haven't done much, a uh, little bit of car stuff. If anybody has great knowledge or great Shelby connections, I need to ask some questions to some Shelby people out there. Uh, if you know anybody, send me an email.
2: Uh, wow. So. Yeah, you need to go deep then.
0: It's interesting, and I'm not, I am not—I can't say names, but I've got a contact, and I keep calling the people, and we keep playing in phone and text tag, and it's a little bit interesting that I can't get to them. I've got another person I just don't want to necessarily call that favor in, but if any listeners happen to have any knowledge, I know there were two uh, female students at McPherson that actually did a whole bunch of Shelby research while they were there or while they're still there. I can't remember their names, and... I can't remember if they graduated, but I know they did a whole bunch of Shelby research for part of their intern project. So if you're out there, <laughs> send me an email, please, No driving gloves at gmail.com. Uh, so obviously I've been playing some more than around there since we talked vans earlier, uh, doing some suspension work to my new van. I knew I was going to have to do that when I bought it, a lot of front stuff. Now we're going to do some back stuff, and once we get done with that, and maybe we'll look at some wheels and some lowering springs and stuff for it. Today was my big uh maiden voyage with my 12-year-old car, 160,000 miles, and I did a 300-mile road trip round, uh, round road trip whatever you want to say. Uh so, I was pretty happy. Seemed to do well, didn't burn any oil, etc. and hey Let's say the only other things I, I threw up something as Derek said we're recording on uh, October second so go back to our Facebook page threw something up today a uh, little bit of racetrack news two different ways I put a post up that's uh, change.org or something signing your online petition um, can't remember what the name of the speedway is in Huntsville all of a sudden but there's a drag it's just Huntsville dragway. Dra- Huntsville Dragway yeah they uh, are looking to uh, have their noise ordinances changed for a drag strip that's been in continuous operation for 70 years. uh, Some people decided to build a subdivision next door, and the people who live in the subdivision don't like the noise. We know how that feels. Well, they
3: bought in the (laughs) wrong subdivision. That's
0: kind of what everybody thinks, and um, I've seen this happen to many racetracks, and one of the big ones, the guy just said, "Okay, I'll shut the racetrack down, but I'm shutting my companies down," and uh, all of a sudden, all the conversations talk stopped because he employed or he was an employer of about sixty percent of the local population. Uh, so they realized their mistake there. I don't know if Huntsville's got that kind of power. And then, uh, what was the other? Ra-
3: I think that the the precedent should be set by. Honestly, the Indy Motor, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, because I don't remember if it was in maybe the 70s or 80s, the, neighbor, the people who had moved into the neighborhoods around the speedway in what is now known as Speedway, Indiana, uh, tried to do the same thing. And the, the judge in Indiana basically looked at them, laughed and said, you built next to a racetrack that's been around longer than any of us. You knew what you were getting into.
0: And, and you would think the common sense um, would prevail and that would happen. But there's a story I remember, and I need to dig up, need to spend some time on Google and research it, where some people, or a group built like five homes, created their own little subdivision. However, there, a train track went through the backyards of all the houses. And after a couple of years and a couple of uh, resales and that, the residents sued and actually the railroad had to pull their tracks up and move the tracks. <laughs> Who was there first? The train, the trains that have been running there for over a hundred years or the 30 year old houses. And, you know, just got to pay attention to what you <laughs> kind of what you're doing there. So, so like I said, I posted that one about racetracks today. And then, um, is uh, posted one about an Illinois drag strip? That's, uh, Hasn't operated this year, but they've been been in operation off and on for many years. Had a million dollar renovation done about ten years ago. Uh, they're going to do one race this year, beginning of October. Uh, five thousand dollar entry fee, and it's going to be kind of a raffle. Everybody that enters this bracket racing will get a raffle ticket, and somebody will win the racetrack. So if you got five thousand dollars you want to risk and would like to have an eighth-mile drag strip, uh, and you can actually relocate to uh, northern Illinois, uh, here's your opportunity. And just check out the Facebook page. And uh, I get, the article is from Zine, And um, again, it's one for the money, two for the show at um Accela Quarter Raceway, November 1st through 3rd. Uh, minimum 275 drivers must participate to, for this to go. There's a little bits of interesting racetrack news today, and I don't know if we want to get into anything else or just call it quits.
3: Well, you know, I'll, I'll jump in. There was there was some automotive news that I wanted to talk about. I can't remember what that was. And, you know, John, I know we don't normally talk about, Yeah, you know, we we kind of all came to the agreement that, you know, we don't talk about people who have passed away or anything on the show. But the reason I forgot about the automotive news that I wanted to talk about is because of course we're recording on October 2nd it deals with historic vehicles, but there was a, a very tragic accident today. I, I think it's it's fitting to, you know at least say that you know I'm very sorry to hear and I'm sure John and will will echo this. you know, we lost a number of uh, people today in the crash of a a Boeing uh, B-17 World War II bomber known as 909. It was just, it was a a tragic accident in the historic uh, vehicle world, whether you're automotive or, or, you know, aircraft type world. Um, It was, it was a a tragic accident and uh, it it kind of eclipsed everything I was thinking about today. So, so.
0: Now we need the high story, guys. We keep ending these shows on a low.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, SEMA's coming up. SEMA's been brought up in our, seem like our last several podcasts. Uh, So if uh, you don't have your tickets and you need to get out there and, and get involved and, Keep our hobby going. I mean, that's that's what they do. That's what they're good at. And
3: I, I want to clarify that that's Will's dog.
2: <laughs> yes, that's my
3: dog. So, what are you, what are you, uh, what are you taking to SEMA this year, Will?
2: Uh, we will have an 'O' five GMC Denali, the one we built for Scotty D. We're actually driving it to SEMA we will have a 68 mustang that we just did the paint and body work on that andy leach at cal automotive creations has built and we will have the rocket camaro a 1973 basically it's a street legal race car that was built for david Coker at rocket racing wheels that is a uh basically a professional autocross car track day type car those will be the three vehicles that we were involved with that uh, will be out.
0: Are you able to disclose which booths are those each going to be in? or?
2: Um, yeah, Scotty's Denali will be outside as a featured vehicle. Uh, don't know where it will be placed yet, uh, but it will be outside. Uh, the Rocket Racing Camaro will be in the Rocket Racing Wheels booth in the middle of Hot Rod Alley. And the '68 Mustang will be in—I uh, can't remember the name of the company, but they build the uh, oh car capsule, the car cap.
0: Okay, those are the those are the uh, inflatable
3: quote car cover type things.
2: That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. So
3: um, that's- now I'm I'm going to guess that all of these cars have no driving glove stickers on them.
2: Um, we can make that happen. Sure can. Okay.
0: I just gotta run them up some stickers.
2: <laughs> if if uh, if <laughs> SEMA if SEMA will allow it, they're kind of particular about that. So <laughs> if uh, if you're not a SEMA member or vendor, SEMA they tend to not want uh, advertisement for. Stuff like that. So I, I'm not exactly sure. I will definitely look into that. And see yeah, well,
0: do. just go ahead and, you know, figure out how we can get into one of the McGuire podcast booths, and we'll all be there in 2020.
2: See what I can do while I'm there. Sounds good.
0: I'm going to bed, guys.
2: So, Yep, been a long day. <laughs> all right, have a yes, good one, take guys. Take it
0: easy, and we'll talk to everyone next week.
2: Talk to you Thanks. later.
0: Woohoo!